This podcast is brought to you by Rise Nutrition, your local healthy hangout serving delicious meal replacement shakes and energizing teas. Located at 5569 Northwest Berry Road in Kansas City, Missouri. Stop by today at Rise Nutrition. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems, but I'm not him. I don't mind it though. You don't like me how you think you do. I like it though. I know I'm fine. Do not drive high. What do you think of that? Don't drive high. <laughs> what up, dreamers and dreamettes? Oh boy! Oh boy! Giggity. <laughs> we back. I'm gonna lead with a funny story here. What is this? Round twenty-four? <clears throat> is it? I think it's close. You said it really confident like you knew. Mm-hmm. We have a gander here. Welcome back to the Dual Delivery Podcast on another great Tuesday evening with Todd and Patrick. Yeah. And our producer, Clay Schmasseter. Out of Clay County, Missouri, Sheriff's <laughs> Department. Speaking of Clay. <laughs> a story of when bad choices combine with bad luck. A KPD, Kearney, Missouri Police Department officer, got behind a vehicle last week that was emitting a strong odor of marijuana on 33 Highway. Driving high is driving impaired and can carry the same legal consequences as driving drunk. The officer tried to pull the driver over, but the driver continued to Kearney Elementary School, stopping in the parking lot. Who was in the parking lot at the same time, you might ask? Our canine deputies and other local canine teams were training there. In all, the high driver pulled into a parking lot full of six deputies and officers and their six canine dogs. Needless to say, the driver was very cooperative. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I'll pull in here. (laughs) When was this? This was a week ago, (laughs) maybe. It is kind of funny, though. That's hilarious. Yep. It's bad luck. Kind of funny. Or <clears throat> um, had a good weekend. I chilled all weekend. Our um, hmm. 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 we're uh, hey. prepping all last week for the waterfowl week, which started today up at Rogers Sporting Goods. Nice. It's our big kickoff event for the year. So sales started today. So I rested up Sunday, Monday. Nah, the uh, sale runs through and the culmination is uh, Saturday, so I know I said it last week, but if you're around the area, stop in Router Sporting Goods on August 6th. From 9 to 7, we'll be open free country concert from noon to 6, beer garden, stuff for the kids to do, bouncy house, uh, caricatures, face painting, all that stuff. Check out all the vendors, all their new stuff for the year. Free rides home? <laughs> no. Oh. <clears throat> We're fully loaded on the... The ammunitions, decoys, waterfowl gear. $70 for 10 rounds? No. Gosh, it's expensive. Stuff does get expensive. But we've got it all, which is nice because we haven't had much in a couple of years. Yeah, true. You had a busy weekend. Do, <laughs> do a little Friday. Yeah. A little Friday rodeo. Rodeo, back at it again, up in Kearney. Mm-hmm. What? Was yeah. it all bowls? Yeah, yeah, all bull riding. Yep. Oh uh, like, no, there was some uh, horse barrel. Oh, they did. Yeah, but the main attraction was 
The bull rides. Bull ride. Yep. And they did the mutton busting. Did the mutton busting. We tried it. It was a bust. We tried it with little Cato. Yeah, I think he would have been good to go. I heard someone freaked out in front of him, though. Yeah. He was that probably little, didn't help. Didn't help, but he was a little sap, just like I knew he would be. He, <laughs> the video of him holding on with the, yeah. the thing. whatever, the... The helpers. The helpers. The, Man, I wish I would have The rodeo that. clowns, so to speak. Yeah. I wish they would have let him go. Just let him just fall let off. Him fall. Bloom, done. Right out of the chute. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it, was, it was good. It was it was real cool. And he rode the mechanical one. Yeah. Did that make him nervous? No, because the dude went super slow for him. Mm. I tried to get him to speed it up, and he was like, no. No. He'd so, get there. Yeah. I'm trying to rush it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second summer's back here in Kansas City. <laughs> right. For real. Honey. Cooled down for a couple days. Got a little rain. Back into the Blazing. high 90s for as far as I can tell. It was 108 today. Yeah. Blazing. Heat index, Clay. Yeah. We've talked about this. No, that's why I said it. <laughs> I was trying to get you. It is hot, though, again, for the next couple weeks. Um, Next couple weeks? It's supposed yeah, to get cold next tomorrow. Next 10 days? What's cold? 80. <laughs> it is? I, feel yeah, like I think it's like 84 or something. Only for a split second. Like in the morning yeah. when I wake up? Because there's supposed to be like a... Uh, a, a split rain, a split rain. Yeah. Oh. So it ain't okay. So you know what that means? It rain and then yeah, <laughs> humid. Yeah, be gone. Um, some sports update for this week. Um, we had a legend pass away. Has it been a few days now? Yeah, Bill Russell. Um, probably one of the best. NBA players ever somewhere you know people got him ranked at different spots but he's right he's up there right Jeez. um <clears throat> played with the Celtics wore number six he passed away great he number was by the 80 way 80 something yeah it's a great number yeah five-time NBA MVP 12-time NBA all-star won 11 NBA championships including eight in a row um that That'll never be broken again. Oh, yeah. Ever. Ever. Um, if Jordan maybe didn't Take have the off year, oh, yeah. and then they kept that team <clears throat> together, they could have got to maybe eight in a row. Yeah. But but the 11, two as a coach, uh, first black coach in NBA history. Um, his number was retired by the Celtics and his college. He, uh, he was a two-time... NCAA champion with the San Francisco Dons in 55 and 56. Um, won the gold medal for the USA team in 1956 as well. And all sorts of, I mean, I could just go. His, he's oh, got yeah, so yeah, many. A lot of accolades. Yeah. And he wasn't the best. Uh, I was looking up, surprisingly, his average points per game were not very high. But he balled out. Yeah. Uh, got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, for obviously we know his accomplishments on the court, but he was real big with the civil rights movement, obviously growing up in that time period. And so, so that happened. Um, the news came out about Deshaun Watson. The ruling finally came out. I'm, uh, six games. Um, there's a, there's 
it's about half and half, right? Some people are like, yeah, that's about right, based off of what was presented to the judge because it was an independent judge, like an outside committee or whatever they call it. And then other people are like, really, six games? 25 sexual assault allegations. I got six games. So I don't know if they're taking into account him missing last year or not. Um, I find it odd. The odd part, one, is he settled like 23 of them. So is that an omission of guilt or is that like, here's some money, get off my back? We will never know. We won't because there's usually a, you do the clause, you know, and here's your two, three, four, five million, but you can't say shit. So who knows? But that came out. Unless they write a book on tell all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what 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 is in? But I think what a lot of people are in an uproar over uh, was it Calvin Ridley? He got seventeen games for doing the gambling that we talked about way back in the day. Remember when he got? Oh yeah. He was betting on NFL games. Was it alleged? No, it was. <laughs> There's no alleged bets. <laughs> they were made. Was uh, But he got 17 games for that. But the other one was alleged, right? No. Yeah. Huh? Did he get charged with them? The sexual assaults or whatever? They're all, those are all allegations. There you go. I understand. But I've seen the NFL, and they suspend you for it, whether it's Proven or not, you can get suspended based off of player conduct. Sure. Player misconduct. Six games, a lot of people are in an uproar over seeing what they've suspended other people for. For like, really? So betting on some games while he was out because he was hurt for a while, had some mental stuff he went through, so bet on some games, whatever. Obviously, is like a golden you know, rule, don't bet on the game you play, but he got 17 games. Here's a guy, 25 sexual assault allegations. Maybe. Si- yeah, but six, six they games. They don't know that he did it yet. I understand. So how can you be like, oh, it's you're just suspended not a, whether you did it or not? It's just not a good look. No, definitely not. I agree. Um, they do have a chance to appeal it. The NFL can appeal it. You know what else is not a good look? And more. When more. you tell everybody about it and it's alleged. More suspensions. I would. Here's my thing. You see what I'm saying? I didn't do it, though. I'm talking to you. No. If I didn't do it, and he has stated he didn't do it. Perfect. Then why pay these people? Why have everybody tell tell your business? You're a professional athlete. Well, it gets out. You're not a professional. Well, the girls are the one that came forward. Okay. So the story was out there. So he gets asked all the time. Okay. And he's adamant that they're false accusations. Okay, why pay him? Why pay 23 of the 25? Why tell everybody? Well, that came out. They're settled. It's court documents. It's not private. He didn't put it out there. It's just... And I just don't know you how get he on, gets suspended get on, from playing football. What's he play? <laughs> I don't even know what he plays. <laughs> if it ain't Tom Brady, he don't know, Todd. Who was it? Deshaun Watson. Who the hell is that? <laughs> um, 
But you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, I, I wouldn't I pay anybody it. anything if I didn't do it. Mm. Sometimes you just got to. How can you suspend somebody from playing football? But why? Hush them up. For something else. Maybe you know what it is. Distraction. Maybe it's greed, which we're going to get into. Hold on. On the women's part. How can you suspend somebody from playing football for an alleged sexual assault? Because I'm Roger. I, it's the mis- alleged. I do what I want. It's, it's the bad a- look on the badge. So when referees call penalties, they don't say, oh, maybe he did it. I'm going to throw a penalty anyways. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do. I do it all the time. They make bad calls And then he gets the fined. Sometimes they do get in trouble for making bad calls. They have stupid. a... Uh, uh, a panel mm-hmm. or a board that reviews the games and all the calls. Yeah, but then they say, oh, well, that probably isn't something we should find him for. Well, and they, they look at it. And the problem with the NFL is... They got to do something, bro. Yeah. They can't just do nothing. Yeah, not tell everybody. They didn't. They cannot just do nothing. Yeah. You know how many people would go bro. crazy if they do nothing? If they do nothing. Here you go. If you had 10 sexual assaults next week, nobody would know but you. Right, but Roger is in a high, he's high profile. But this is an NFL that high leaks, profile that leaks out. Yeah, Roger looked it, bad. Deshaun didn't leak it out. They're freaking agents who keep that shit under wrap. Not yeah, I'm but telling you, sexual assault cases get leaked. The bro, girls I, came well, forward. I know they do, but I, the women I'm came forward bro, and if you put get, it out there. If you get summoned, <laughs> yeah, they send you. They hit you with this paper. There was no hiding from it. Here you go, Clay. My thing is, yeah, but Clay's the only one that knows. Clay, you're part of. Well, you don't listen. Those guys that are in the NFL, they don't have no name. They no need more. to pay somebody to keep their mouth shut. They don't have. The well, rights. that's what he did. They if you go down rights. that road, they give up their rights. Just so everybody. They're knows. making, regardless. You know, the they're making the NFL. the NFL badge look bad, yeah. right? Regardless of whether he did it or not. Just so everybody knows, I'm not for sexual assaults. I just don't believe that everybody should. Be oh, in and their maybe business. TMZ bring that stuff out. Yep. And Roger didn't do nothing. Once it one came, TMZ is stupid. Doesn't one, matter. But once the story's leaked, Roger Goodell has to do something, whether it's a game, yes, six sir. game, and whatever he does isn't gonna look good anyways. Yeah. He's in a no-win situation. Because so what's enough? Yeah. Indefinitely. He got to do something. So, hey, he got six games until. So, wasn't it? Wasn't so, it Ray? Ray? Uh, Ray Lewis? Ray Rice, the running back, or Adrian Peterson? Oh, yeah, it was Ray Rice, that backhand. Who's the Chiefs well, guy? Well, he, it, he was Kareem. punishing his kid. It was Adrian Peterson or Ray Rice, running Adrian, back. Adrian Peterson was the one that punished his kids. Yep. And it got leaked. Yeah. And they had to do something. Got it's wild. Just and, wild. I'm telling you. Man. And, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm guessing Adrian Peterson grew up in a strict household, and it was... You get punished if you badmouth. Yeah. And I think, if I remember correctly, because now it's been a while, I don't know, did he use a switch or like a... a Baseball bat? No, but like a, a branch, you know, or whatever you call it, a switch, which was a common thing back in the day. Yeah. Hey, go find a switch or go find a branch for me to spank you with. Shit, they used to spank kids in school with the Ruler. paddles or rulers. Yeah, with nails in it. Anyway, but they had to do something then. You know, yeah. it's like, did he really deserve it? It's not like he was beating his kid to death. Yeah. Yeah, you know? It's just a principle. But it was the look. Yeah. 
my whole thing with it is it's alleged it didn't may have may or may not have happened. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And then when it comes out and it didn't happen, then how bad do you look? Not, it's not never bad. Gonna, it doesn't look bad. Doesn't look you, bad. You, you got six games that you got he suspended for. Just now got his pee pee slapped for no reason. Doesn't matter. That that lets you know don't get don't be around whoever you was around to even have that. It, so next time, as you, Todd would say, that's why I don't put myself in situations to even have to worry about it. Bam. Don't be an NFL player. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother topic. There, there, there is another topic, and maybe we'll discuss it someday. Go about to the, the NFL or like the NCAA, you know, like the NCAA, right? And all the power they have over these yeah. schools, right? So maybe that's another topic that maybe we need to dive into is no, does the NFL have too much power? Yes. No, no they don't. Yes, you, they know, do. you know what you sign up for when you get into this stuff. It doesn't change. Well, there is. You sign a, a contract. You sign an NFL players agreement. They tell you everything right there in that says right on it. Don't let anybody accuse you of shit you didn't do. No, but it says conduct yourself in a, appropriately. In a, yeah, and maybe what not, if he did? Here's the deal. Didn't okay, he, okay. Let me put it, it to you this way, Clay. Maybe what he was doing was getting happy endings, and it wasn't sexual assault, but those women wanted to pay out. That was the Patriots owner, not him. No, but he was going to massage parlors. That's where these women came out. So let's just say nothing happened. Is that a good look that your star quarterback, a face of the league at the time with the Texans, who's supposed to be the next superstar, is being is got caught going and getting – not just normal massages. What about Ray Rice? Or is it Ray Rice? All the time. What that, about Ray Rice a, at a strip club on the weekends and being put on TMZ? And for, those get for drinking nineteen bottles <clears throat> of whatever that I he know. paid for. He don't get his PP slapped in the NFL. No, because, but because he had a driver take him home. But so? it still gets leaked. And oh look, I'm watching he, the documentary. He was on camera groping yeah. a naked chick at a strip club. I don't know if it was Ray Rice, but there's it's had to happen. Someone. Did he get fined? He did it. Did he get fined? No. Did the woman press charges? TMC loved it. Did the woman press charges? Don't know. These no, women did. She didn't. She didn't. <laughs> here's another one. But still, one. he's putting himself in a position that he right. probably shouldn't. And here's another one. Okay, I'm watching the documentary right now on Derek Jeter and his time with the Yankees. It's called The Captain. Yes. I don't know if you've heard of it. I've watched all of them. The last episode, you know, he becomes the face of baseball when he was play, playing. <clears throat> Five championships. They won three in a row going for four. He's the new face of baseball, the shortstop for the Yankees. And he has a small circle of friends. He ain't doing anything bad. But he's out at 2.30, 3 o'clock, and he's making the newspaper because, right, it's Derek Jeter, so you're taking pictures. And they post it. He got in trouble by Steinbrenner saying, hey, yeah, you're an adult, and you can drink, and you can go to the clubs, but let me tell you, that ain't a good look on this team. I don't need you on the front page of a newspaper coming out of a bar at 3 o'clock in the morning. Because what happens and what happens when you get in a slump? What if he was are picking somebody up? Or you, he wasn't picking someone up. <laughs> Cut out, Clay. Yeah. What <laughs> happens What happens if uh, you get in a slump and you, you don't? Or a few airs the next game. Yep. You know what everybody's going to point to? Yep. Derek Jeter's a partier. He's a party animal. He's not putting in the effort. Yep. Yeah. It's all perception. 
Clay, didn't you take that class with me? What about Rob Gronkowski? Perception is reality. Is it? Yeah. What people perceive is what they believe. Good topic, huh? That is true. It is. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Well, we got a lot to go. So what about Rob Gronkowski? He says he does his after the season. Why didn't he get suspended? He didn't. He didn't. No one pressed charges against him. You're missing that main concept. These women press charges. Ain't no one pressing charges against Rob Gronkowski that we know of. <laughs> if someone did, it would have got leaked. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. All right. So that whatever that came out. This is crazy. Tiger Woods. I said before we got on here. So Greg Norman, who's the like the main guy in charge of the new uh, golf tournament deal, the LIV in Saudi Arabia, um, offered they offered Tiger Woods anywhere between seven hundred and eight hundred million. Seven hundred eight hundred million to come no. play for them. He said, Nah, I'm good. No. Now granted, he's got a little he's got already plenty of money and sponsors. So it's a little bit easier to turn down, but man, that's some jack to turn down going to play. That's a lot of money. He's got a mission. Who knows what it is, but he's on a mission. That's crazy, though, that he that that came out. Um, Juan Soto, we talked about turning down that contract. Um, he just got traded to the Padres for a bunch of people and – Anyways, so just to keep you updated, if you haven't seen it, Juan Soto got traded to the Padres. Oddly enough, former Royal Eric Hosmer, who said, I don't want to be traded to the Nationals as part of that deal. Um, he plays first base for the Padres. One of the guys that came with Juan Soto from the Nationals also plays first base. So now they got to figure out what to do with Eric Hosmer because they got too many people. <laughs> so Eric Hosmer's going somewhere. Again, um, Royals. <laughs> so we'll see what well, he could come back. That'd be sweet. I suppose. And then and then the last thing for our sports update, and then we'll get into some nitty gritty greedy stuff. Is um You know what I gotta do? What? I'm gonna make a thing that's like sports update with Pat. I and then do, you're gonna I do all your my, sports stuff. Yeah. I gotta do my sports. There's I'm gonna no, do it. Okay. Do it. I'll let you. Promise? You wanna hear another update? Yep. Okay. The uh, hold on sports update with Pat. Okay, go ahead, and then we can play like uh, yeah. What is it like the Fox NFL Sunday, whatever there, or like the Monday Night Football theme song? Let me see. We're gonna make up here. We're gonna make up our own beat. See what this does. Ready? Yeah. What do you got? Hold on. No, I don't like. Hold on. I'm about. I'm gonna. I'm rocket fire. Let's go. Hold on. I got to unmute it. Oh, okay. Maybe. One, two, three. Yeah, that sounded good. Play that one. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Clay, what are you playing? <laughs> Some weird shit. So you got a, you got a fan base now. What was the beginning, though? I had no idea. It just came on the soundboard. Sports update with Pat. Yeah. It's going to be scary. 
Uh, uh, the NFL just came out and stripped the Miami Dolphins of their 2023 first-round pick. Uh, they fined Stephen Ross $1.5 million for tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. That's Tom Brady. I know. Oh, yeah, you're cheering because no one tampers with Tom Brady. Exactly. You don't touch him. Right. Um, <laughs> you remind me of Ted, the Williams? stuffed teddy bear. Oh, God. And Mark Wahlberg, and they, like, sneak into Tom Brady's house to, the like. The teddy bear that gets high all the time? Yeah. And you want to go sleep with Tom Brady. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that, the uh, Thunder Buddies? I don't know. It's illegal. <laughs> Shouldn't be. Um, so, but my takeaway from that is the tampering thing. It's just kind of funny to me because, like, here's right sports, and do they have, does the NFL have too much authority and whatever? But they're grown men. You can't call someone from on another team and be like, man, we should play together. What up? It's against the rules. And then you is get fined. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't, can't do anything anymore. But I, it just odd. I used to do that all the time when I played baseball. Hey, man, come play for us. What, on your high school team? No, it was hey, summer league. Hey, move school districts. <laughs> no, it was summer league. Oh. They never would. Were you not good enough? No, I was Should have been winning them chips. They would have came over. That's right. We did. But it's like, I really, like, are we the owner or the GM or whoever it is for the Dolphins? Or let's say it was anybody. And they call Tom Brady during the season like, hey, I don't know what your plans are at the end of the season, but, you know, we'd like to have you down here, have you look around, talk to you about playing for us. Like, come on, man. It's just like uh, recruitment in college. Just, hey, come look, see your options. Yeah, that's my, like, he's not leaving this season anyways, and if the dude's an adult and he wants to leave at the end of the year, whether his contract's up or not, I'll tell you. Yeah. Contracts. You know what I mean? So, I just kind of, that tampering thing is funny to me that we can't call other, like Sean Payton. You can't call Sean Payton and be like, hey, you want to think about coaching the Dolphins? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm going to answer that. I'll get in trouble. You know they do it. I know they do. And every now and again, you get caught. I don't know how. That's crazy. It goes in the cloud, man. <laughs> Emails, voice messages, phone calls. So now we know what Goodell does on a daily basis. Hell yeah. No, he's got people that, if word gets out that this might be happening, yeah. they're going to investigate it. Got They got a team like the FBI, CIA, man. They're going to so they're gonna subpoena your... That's dumb. Clay, it's a business. It's dumb. It's a business. It's dumb. Well, same thing. It is okay. So to kind of relate it, I work at Roger Sporting Goods. What? Yeah, if you didn't know, <laughs> life update. Dun, dun, dun. Waterfowl week. But it makes sense, right? As a business, and I understand it. So you get your work pamphlet when you sign, and you you know this is your policies and policy handbook, right? I can't work on the side for a competitor. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So. Yes, it is part of a business, and I guess it boils down to they know these rules. So wait till it's the time to talk to them, and then do it then. But yeah. it, I mean, it is kind of funny that we can't. I get on your boats. Call each other. Talk on the boat. Yeah. 
do business like it's let's go to go on vacation together well that's the that's the other thing players players can talk to each other all they want yeah in fact tom brady would he would advocate for players to come play with him because he knew the team couldn't yeah so go get on the boat hey i'm on a boat however it goes I, right. I heard that your boy put on uh, 30 pounds, Lamar Jackson. He did? He went from 205 to 230. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, he's he getting a hit a bunch. He needs to beef up. He said he was too little. He said he wanted to get bigger. All right. Nailed be, it. Now he's about to be a fullback. Yeah. <laughs> Stiff arm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bad year for them Chiefs. I'm telling you what. I'm going to read you. Right, Pat? Told you. See, he agreed. <laughs> yeah, whatever you said. I don't, I don't listen to have stuff you say unless I ask for it. Go back, listen to this, and you'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed clarifies, cuts through, and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life. Greed for money. For love. Knowledge has marked the upward surge of mankind. That was a quote from Gordon Gecko on Wall Street. Kind of set the tone. If you've never watched Wall Street, there's two of them. The Wolf of Wall Street? No. Wall Street and then Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. They're great movies. About stock market and fun. They're a great movie. So Gordon Gecko's anyways, that's his quote. But that leads us into kind of, this was brought up from a friend of mine at work. He goes, man, you should talk about greed. And and it, the reason why it came about is last week, so the, he does fishing tournaments, and I got friends that do them all the time. So they, you know, all over the country, you just see tournaments and stuff. I believe the kid was 14. And he's fishing in tournaments, which is, I mean, you know, high school age, whatever. He, I think he fishes for a, for a youth, you know, team for high school. And, and there's some good young kids um, that are really good fishermen. And so he's fishing in one of these, you know, local tournaments or whatever. Like Thursday nights, we have tournaments at Smithville. So this kid's fishing. I don't know where what tournament it is, but it's a decent one. And... Before the tournament ever started, the director of that tournament, they were either out fishing or whatever, or someone found it, but they found fish baskets in the water. Um, The one they found was empty, but typically the reason why they do that is someone cheats, and they catch bass, they put them in a basket tied up under the water, and then when you fish the tournament, you go out there, pull the fish out of the basket like you caught some. And you cheat because there's money involved. So they find this. They tell the game warden, they, hey, we got, you know, a basket in the water, blah, blah, blah. They set someone up on the bank to film to see if it was one of the people in the tournament because that's against the rules. And sure as shit, like within five minutes, here comes this young kid out there, pulls up to the basket, pulls it up, and they're videoing it. It's empty. Little did they know he had another basket close by and it did have fish in it and he's fishing this tournament pulls the fish out puts his coal tag which is a tag that you clip to the lip of the bass and then put it to market 
for how many you have in your live well. And he's caught on video. He's cheating. And so they get in their boat and go out to him. He starts chucking them in the water. The kid does. Well, they got him on film now. They got the game more, you know, whatever. You're banned now. Once you cheat in a tournament like that. Suspended six games. You're not- <laughs> No, you're done for you'll never be able to fish a tournament in that area ever again. Also, a week prior, he had cashed a check, finished second. He probably cheating then. That wasn't his first time doing it. So we got to thinking. So, anyways, he, you know, they're pending charges and all that and blah, blah, blah. But he goes, Man, <clears throat> he's just greedy. You know, you so you guys should talk about greed. You know the pros and cons, and and it does. It stems from greed. Why did he do that? He's, it's not just the cheating factor, right? There's money involved. You know, so he's greedy. He wants more. I want to win. Maybe he wasn't doing good all year, and he's like, I got to figure out a way. So my first question before we get into that is one, the kid's fourteen, so not not the greedy side, but. He didn't just come up with that shit on his own. That was learned. Either dad told him, a family member, a buddy, like, you know what I mean? He figured that out somewhere else. They blasted this kid all over social media. So he's probably screwed. But. Got what he wanted. Not anymore. Fame. He'd already taken down his Twitter account and Instagram and. He done. I hope he. I hope he gets it and cheated. You done gets what? That he don't that he don't get a fish. Six I hope he gets games? kicked off that team that he fishes for. Before the pictures went down, um. So, one is is, well, two things. One, when we think of the word greed, like I'll ask both of you, like what comes to mind first when I say the word greed? What pops in your head? Either one of you. Todd. Well, I was just going to give you the definition. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. So that's what comes out to you. Yeah. So it's just intense selfishness. Basically, that's what it, that's, for me, that's what it comes down to, selfishness, uh, a desire for something, especially wealth, power, or food. Overtake by your principles. Or, let me see. Yeah. It just overtakes your principles. So whatever your principles gotcha. are, you don't even care about no more. And what, so, and I'll go, and then Clay, think about what you want to say, what pops into your head. Stupid. (laughs) But when greed popped into my head. Greed, not creed. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The first thing that popped into my head when I hear the word greed is money. I just, I instantly go to. Most people do, yeah. You're greedy, you want more money and money and money. Right. So that's the first thing that popped into my head. What about you, sir? You ready? Dude. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody's going to listen to the show anymore. So Yeah, they will. Okay. <laughs> so it's... Phone numbers. I hear... I listen to... Or I leave my TV on at night. And uh, I usually leave it on a certain channel. Mm-hmm. And it's... I think it's Court TV. We on Home Shopping now? No. <laughs> HSN. Oh. That's Terry. <laughs> no, it's QVC. Uh, oh. So I leave that on. And uh, when I wake up in the morning on Saturday mornings, there's a show called American Greed. That's usually on, uh-huh. and that dude's voice that uh, narrates that show. That's what pops in your head. <clears throat> that's what pops in my head voice. every time. That show. 
And every time it's about these dudes that make like massive heists or that deal uh, with money. Really? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, money or things. Okay. Like gold. Possessions. Possession, gold, something that's worth um, money or something that's worth something. Yeah. Is valuable, however you. So I would say if you, if you surveyed a hundred people, most everyone, when they initially, initially, that's a new (laughs) word, write it down, people. Initially. I'm not going to spell it for you. Sound it out. Can you use that in a sentence? Yeah. Initially, uh, when you hear the word greed, I think most people think negative, not positive. Right. Um, as I started, you know, reading stories and looking at the definition and, and all these things, I think there is some positive side to it as well, if you harness it the correct way. Here, I'm talking with my hands again. There ain't nobody watching me. Initially, you weren't. Initially, I wasn't, and then I, initially, and then I started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why are we greedy as a, as, a, as a race, as human beings? And this is for the world every race and, and ethnicity and um because more is better is it though that's yeah what, that's, that's but, what but where does it so where does it stem from though because are we we just see other people with stuff and we like we want that so just yeah we just want what we want what we just want want what we can't have yes we can there's credit cards there's credit cards. Yeah. So the Not everybody t- can have those. The two that I found, and I made note on this, one is your childhood experiences. Yep. And I'll give you some examples. But, like, did you grow up poor? Did you grow up with lack of food? Were you neglected as a child, abused as a child? And then as you become an adult, right, and you get out of that. So let's just say lack of food. Because when we talk about greed tonight, we're not just talking about money. So we're talking about food, um, sex, alcohol, all of it, possessions, everything, right? You can be greedy for. Um, so in, for an example, as a child, becoming an adult, lack of food, right? You grow up in a household, maybe you're poor, whatever. You don't have the, you know, the, the neighbor kid you go to, or the kid you go to school with, he's always got the nice jello snacks and you're over there with, you know, PB&J every day. If you're lucky, mm-hmm. maybe a bologna sandwich, and he's got all the awesome food, right? You become an adult, maybe you get a nice job, whatever it may be, you start having money so you don't have to worry about lack of food. And so then that food, because you didn't have it growing up, now you just, it's a possession. You want more yep. and more and more. And pretty soon you're buying food you never even use anymore, right? Oatmeal cream pies, gone to waste. Yeah. Well, look at, <clears throat> sorry. Allergies. You go look at, yeah, they're around. You go look at uh, in someone's food pantry, mm-hmm. right? And not that you're trying to be greedy. You go to the store, right? And buy another bottle of ketchup. I don't know if I have this, right? You don't make a list. And pretty soon, a year, two years later, Gosh knows what we see in my mom's pantry. Oh, yeah. Right? But you're like, why did I buy? And now I've just got this abundance of food. It goes to waste, right? So there's an example of oh, yeah. it, it stemming from 
your childhood. Everybody go to your freezer right now. I guarantee you you got some stuff in there that you should be throwing away. You yeah. All kind of freezer burns on that thing. The, uh-huh. the, uh, what's the commercial? And the guy's like, I'll give you whatever if you can identify what this is. And the guy said something. And uh, uh, don't become your parents. Those commercials. I don't know if they're Geico commercials. Oh, or, yeah. Like the one's got his remote Velcro to his <laughs> desk. And then the guy's got freezer burnt. It's like a foil ball. It's like a meatball. And the guy guessed the wrong thing. Your freezer is not a time capsule. Yeah. But so but, what about <clears throat> hoarders? Is that greedy? Well, I think well, that's the possession thing. So let me get this one out real quick. Damn it, Pat. So we can go over some of these examples that you have questions on. Cause this might that way I don't get ahead if you've got a good example. Like but that. remember hoarders. So, two, the other thing I found of why we're greedy as a society, it's a theory is greed is in our genes. Now, I don't know if you're born and genetically, like, you're greedy, but I think as humans, you know, if you start thinking about it, maybe we are. Um, It's, is, we know why we exist, and, like, capitalism at its simplest form. Greed is the what drives social and economic wealth and and makes humans evolve and keep growing and we want more like a car right you start with horseback it's like okay what can we do better right but that might be a positive thing in that instance okay well you know and then you get a, a model you know and then you get a wagon you pull with that and you can pull more people and then you you design the wheel, and it's like a Model T, and then pretty soon, you know, and now we've got, you know, gas-powered vehicles. <clears throat> In case you didn't know, that wasn't always a thing. But you know what I mean? So we've evolved because we wanted more. Right. We wanted better. Um, and uh, so that's what I was talking about. Like society, um, you know, does it drive that economic and social wealth and, and – you know, coming out with new ideas and because you're not satisfied. And that's part of having greed in you is not being satisfied with where you're at. Now, it's not always positive. It's not always negative. So I think there's some. When it comes to hoarding, he brings up a good thing. Is that something learned and you just grew up that way and so you just do it? Or is that greed too? You're satisfying something. You are satisfied. I would say that it's got to be greed because you want, or it could be greed. Yeah. Because you want all of it. You just, you can't throw anything away and you want to keep it all. You don't want to give it away. Yeah. That's greedy. There are, there are some people, like if you grew up in the depression, when you had nothing and there's soup lines and food lines and like, I mean, you literally, I've, you know, seen people that have lived through it that were still alive go to their house, they don't get rid of anything because of that fear in the back of their mind. And they knew what it was. Um, Sonia's grandma lived through the Great Depression. And when you have nothing, I don't even know how to describe it. It'd be hard to fathom like us going through a Great Depression and not having anything. Um, she would save yarn like pieces of string 
And like, well, it might be useful, right? Because you didn't have anything. So she could use it to tie something or, you know what I mean? Whatever it was. So, you know, I don't know if that, you know, some people, I don't know if it all stems from greed because like there would be an example of why you're keeping it. Yours is, I think, more based off of fear maybe. Um, but hoarding to an extent, I could see being greedy, like collections. So you're like, you're just collecting things that like have no value whatsoever, but you're like, I want them all. Every type of duck figurine there is or whatever it may be. (laughs) Well, I don't, you know. So what about the pandemic showed us this when we had, uh, the toilet paper shortage, right? And I would go out and destroy the freaking toilet paper not like really yeah. destroy it but take I it. wrote down um I apologize <clears throat> the uh like that would be a negative impact agreed um like during the pandemic the harming others the exploiting others is it is it negative though cuz you're yeah you're making sure yourself is okay before anyone else, <laughs> well, are, are, right? Making so, sure you're good before anybody else. But you can't help anybody else. But if that's you don't being help greedy. Yes, you can. You Listen, can. You can't love anybody how many, else unless how you many love role, How many rolls are that, in there? Yeah. How Which many ones? rolls? How many, any of the toilet paper? How many rolls are in there? They don't just sell 12. one. They don't just sell one individual roll. Twelve. So you guys could have easily took. Two rolls and being What good. if you use a roll every time you go? You're not using no, a roll every time you on. go. Some people and do. if you are, well, you better get some newspaper. No, that, so that no, would there's be, a reason you wipe 900 times. You're like wiping a marker. Then you just, just stay in the shower. <coughs> well, that's why toilets are about but, showers. But see, that's where greed comes out is that we saw that with toilet paper. Yeah. Is but that's my question is, is people, that really negative? Yes. Yes. Because people, weren't, people were being greedy. If everybody... Would have done like what Todd's. Let's just say the average roll of toilet paper. I think is like four probably. If everybody, or let's just say twelve, okay, which is quite a bit, especially the mega rolls. And double, triple rolls. Yeah, like three ply. You go buy a twelve pack of toilet paper, okay, and let's not be funny here. You ain't using one every time. Don't be greedy. That twelve pack of toilet paper in a normal household, which is like husband, wife, two kids. That's about your average is going to last you over a week, probably two or three. I would probably say two or three. If everybody would have went and bought their one package of 12 rolls, then everybody could have got it. What happened is everybody's like, Oh shit. I ain't going to be able to wipe my ass. And they hoarded. And they got more than they needed, which is greed. And they bought up as many as they could. So if the limit was two, they'd buy their two big giant packages. And then a family member, the husband would come in later because they ain't checking to see if you lived. And he'd buy two. And then they'd sit in there. And pretty soon, you got 100 rolls of toilet paper. And you're probably still sitting on them. And then the next person doesn't get any. So hoarding hoarding is. And what else happened is because people bought so much at once, that's why we ran out. Distribution can't keep up if everybody in town buys shit paper at the same time. Supply and demand. Even though they needed, they didn't need it, but they bought it anyways. So hoarding is was negative. None. 
in that essence, yes. Yeah. Plus, half of y'all gonna be sick anyway, and y'all ain't gonna be pooping as much as you normally do. Anyway. And remember you that sick, was you poop. And remember, no, no, not, and remember not on that one. Remember that came out with COVID is one symptom give might you the be diarrhea's. one might be no, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. You, you it was, was like you, less than five percent. I think had the sh- had abnormal shits. You was down, bro, on the couch trying to catch a breath. Not me, man. I was out. You weren't shitting nonstop like you had. No, no, yeah. Exactly. And they created this fear. Fear can create greed, I think, is what I'm oh, saying in that. Yeah. 100%. But greed is not always negative. No. And I'm going to get to some so positives. What if, it's, if, what if the result of fear is greed, then is it negative? In that case, yes. When you take more than what you need, right? that's, mm. being, that's a negative form of greed. Only if it impacts somebody else in a negative way. Yeah. Go watch the movie called The Platform. So if you have yes, greed, great movie. So if you have gr- kind of quirky, but a great movie. So if you have greed, uh huh, and it impacts somebody else in a negative aspect, in a negative way, yes, then, then your greed negative is negative. Greed. Yes. So how do you have greed that's good that impacts somebody in a positive way? I'm gonna tell you another person, not you. I'm gonna relate it to Tom Brady here in a second, so you should get goosebumps. Well, how many times are we gonna talk about Tom Brady on this? Well, movie? it's a great. You can talk a, about Mr. Henry Ford. So I just want to clear that up because that's a really interesting point that it can be negative and positive. Yes. But I'm trying to figure out how it can be positive for a third party. Okay. So here's one, right? Todd and his family. Okay. Let me throw out a quick one, right? They start a business, right? They get into Herbalife (laughs) early on. They're working for someone else. Yes, you're working for yourself, but you don't own your own. You don't own Rise at the time, Todd. So you're still, you know, working out of Liberty Nutrition, right? But you don't own it, so your goal is to own it. So what do you do? It's that greed deep down inside, like, I want to do better. I want to sell more. I want to open up my own shop, right? That's what greed is, is you want more of something, but in your aspect, that drove you to better his family and better people around him because once he opened up Rise, he was able to help other people that wanted to get into the business. So he opened up another avenue and door for them to come through and work at Rise that maybe wouldn't have worked at Liberty Nutrition. And he helped out his family. And now Katie works there, and they're creating – financial freedom for Cato and their newborn that's coming. So that's so they're helping a third party. That's a positive for him, form of greed. But what if said person, hear me out, what if said person that goes to Todd gets addicted to those things, loses their job because they spend too much money there? That's negatively impacting them and their family. Right. That's what I mean, third party. You mean if someone went in and spent all their money and got greedy. that they didn't have money and just bought all this yeah. uh, product. Well then, okay. So two things, one, I don't think that would happen because <laughs> part of his job is to coach you in a positive mindset, but let's just say that person doesn't listen. Right. And they've got greed in there because we all have greed and they're like, I'm going to, I think I know what I'm doing. You showed me the way and I'm going to go, 
buy all start of it. no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go buy a bunch of products you can buy as much as they're gonna let you buy and you want to start your own shop and you got greedy and thought you could do it on your own and then you got into financial trouble yes that would be a negative impact not stemming from him though how not because if i told he influence you influence no but he's influencing in a positive manner he didn't tell him to do that. That stemmed from his this person's negative greed of I want more and I'm going to do it my way. Hmm. You know, you kind of get that. If I say, <laughs> yeah, you kind of get. <laughs> well, yeah. if I tell uh, you, yeah, I get if it. If I just tell you, to... let's just say you get a flat tire and you have to put a donut on, right? And I say, hey. Don't drive fast, and you need to change that donut for safety reasons, and you need to get a new tire put on your car ASAP. Don't go driving around. Don't go take a road trip. And Clay says, eh, I don't care what you say. I'm greedy. I'm going to do it my way, and I think I can get by for a week, and you go take a trip and then have a blowout, wreck your car, and injure yourself. Is that my fault? Is that greed, though? Yes, to an extent of your stubbornness to get more out of what you have already. Like Interesting. But in his aspect, he's, he's coaching them in the right way. He didn't tell them, hey, just go spend a bunch of money and go start your own business after a day of coaching. He's not doing that. So one of the other negative impacts of greed, um, like people fixated on it, um, and it becomes a benchmark for achievements based off your possessions. So you get this endless pursuit in your mind that never leads to satisfaction. That would be a negative impact. It's like you're never, and it's hard because like I was watching uh Right, we talk about Goggins. He's never satisfied, right? Um, but in a way of like, you know, you have a nice job, and and obviously you always want to better yourself. Um, but when you have this fixation that your possessions are never enough, so you're just always, you know, wanting more, and it creates this negative energy. But that can lead to negativity. Is this fixation? on possessions and then possessions never satisfy you ever. And that can lead to stress and anxiety and mental breakdowns in a bad way because you're never satisfied. You're never happy with what you have. And that can create a lot of stress on someone and they can start developing severe anxiety because what they have is never good enough. That would be a negative impact. Are you pondering that one? That one's pretty laid out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, go ahead. But I think as humans, we are we are never meant to be satisfied, and that's just part of learning how to balance as a, as a human to be able to just be good where you at, but also not good at the same time. Right. Because that's a good way to put it is the balance. Yeah. Because you have, like, if you haven't reached your full potential, 
And does anybody ever reach their full potential? No, but you should be able to know, like, I've turned all the rocks over. I feel pretty accomplished. Like, like Elon, he's like, okay, yes, I have these cars, but I also want to put some people on the moon. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, he's never content on just that one thing. And I feel like all of us, we all have a talent, but some of us don't take the time to see what our talent really is. So now we're chasing something that we don't have no business chasing. And now we don't ever reach our full potential of what we could have been. So what's next for Elon? You put a guy on the moon, then what? Uh, well, he's got other avenues. Mars? Starlink. Yeah, well, he's got. Well, he's about to take over. Well, our, he's about to take over our phones. Starlink's not huge, like putting a person on the moon. Oh, well, it will be taking over all the phone. You know what I mean? No, you don't. No, know he mean? wants to own the internet. To, like you sent a person to the moon. Well, that's already been done. Who cares? Me. I if you if I can make everybody if I can take over this is the most well, important thing. What right I'm now. saying is, what's next? If this. you sent somebody to the moon. This is the most important thing. Now you're going to take over take people. Them, no, you're going to send them to Mars. Well, if I send you to the moon, I already know. Now you know that I got all this power. Right. And so now the most powerful thing that left is this. So if he's not satisfied sending people to the moon, then what? You're taking over everybody's phone. Your phone. He wants to own the internet. If I get your phone, I own, I, I own the world. Yeah. Because this is what we're all on. This is what we all. This I don't like Because what he wants to do, and I believe this is correct at least from the things that I've read is he like Starlink is yeah. that what we're talking about yep. and all the satellites, which he's used some in yeah. Ukraine and gave them yeah. Wi-Fi basically. <clears throat> and he, it's not full power yet, but if you get enough satellites and then you own basically everybody's Wi-Fi, the yeah. internet, yeah, not all the search engines and stuff, right. but he owns how how you get on the internet? Yes, sir. The and what he's rights. going to do is, he doesn't care about the price. He wants to undercut everybody. Oh yeah. Because if you get everybody in the world to pay five dollars a month for internet, which who wouldn't, right? We pay. I pay ninety dollars a month now. Yeah. Starlink. Yeah, but I signed up for that. It was five hundred dollars for him to come out and look at it. That's the and then it was a hundred and fifty dollars a month. That's for your own satellite, sir. How That's for your own satellite, but when you got it, when you got this phone, the Tesla phone. No, no Tesla phone. What I'm saying Straight is, Apple. This the the initial offering might be to get capital. Yeah. Is you charge a heart higher price, but once everybody's on board and yeah. you charge 330 million people in the U.S. five dollars a month, <laughs> guess what? You don't need to charge 150 dollars a month. He becomes the first trillionaire. Dude's wild. But his greed, a lot of it he's using in a positive way. Yeah. He's not satisfied, but I think there's a good balance like what you put out. Because yeah. I would never tell anybody to be satisfied. Because then you get stagnant. And you're never... Um, what drives you? So let's just say you're like physically fit and you're satisfied with where you're at. Okay. Could you do more? Um, if you can't, maybe you're an ultra marathoner and you can bust out as many pull-ups and push-ups and the gym doesn't do it for you anymore, then maybe it's intellectually, right? Maybe it's reading more books. Maybe it's mind and, and other avenues, right? So never be satisfied with where you're at. You get stagnant and the mind doesn't think. And it's like you see this with people that retire, right? Yeah. 
They, they retire, and what do they do? I want to take a break. Okay, well, yeah, you don't need to work anymore, but you still need to be moving. Don't be satisfied. Yep. Find a new hobby. Find a hobby now to keep you active. You become stagnant and stale, yep. and you don't do anything. And you see a lot of people after they retire, their health goes downhill super quick. Um, in the case of, I wrote this down, in the case of power and wealth. So a study was done. I watched uh, this guy that did studies for like years, him and his team. They did a TEDRx on uh, YouTube. I found a TEDRx video where they invite people to do seminars. And what they found is as people gain more power and wealth, their compassion and empathy went down. Oh, yeah. But their entitlement and self-interest went up. And a lot of it was in a negative way. So what was really funny to watch, because they hid cameras and they set up Monopoly, a board game. A board game. Yeah, you know Monopoly. I sound like a stupid ass there. Um, So they set up Monopoly, and they'd have one person playing another person. But it was a rigged game. So what they did is they gave one person triple the amount of money. The other person got the normal amount of money. They didn't tell them why. It was already set up. They didn't know they had more money until they started playing. When they passed go, they got like double the amount of money. Um. They get to roll two dice instead of one, so they moved around the board quicker. And as the game went on, the people with the most of the money started getting cocky. They started not really belittling on purpose the other teammate, but yeah, and I own that. And the, the one guy was like, man, I can own everything on this board. And he just buying up everything and the person with the right. So that was oh, crazy yeah. to see is is here's a rigged game and the person with all that power and wealth because they owned all the pieces what they did to the other person and they were just playing for like 15 minutes and the mood changed at the beginning oh we're equal whatever until you start playing you realize you got like triple the amount of money and their attitude changed so there would be a negative way right yeah is you let that power and wealth go to your head that self-entitlement but your compassion for people goes way down. It wasn't always the case. They did another study. They had a guy on a busy street, and I think it was in California somewhere. So he'd walk down the sidewalk, and as cars would approach, he would turn to go across the crosswalk. Most of the cars that were, the value was less. So like, you know, just a, not a gremlin car, but let's just say a, Ford Focus or something, you know, just an average car, most of them would stop and let him walk by. The high-priced cars, they just kept on going. And he'd have to, you know, step back because they wouldn't slow down and stop. Yeah. So they they found, you know. They own the road. Wealth and (laughs) entitlement, right? Well, I drive a a Mercedes or a Lexus or whatever it may be. So that it was an interesting piece to see – what happens when power and wealth and, you know, nice things go to your head. Um, and then I wrote this down is I, I see this sometimes in the gym also is the guys that I see it more in men. Um, the guy that's 
bulky and he can bust out pull-ups and and do everything it's like he has no empathy or compassion for anybody else especially the guy that's struggling over there yeah he ain't jumping over there to help spot that dude like i i see i don't know if you've seen that but i've seen it and it's like he thinks he owns the gym because he's big and bad and he can wear cut off tee and or he fills out his sleeves and you know he's mr badass in the gym and i can do a bunch of bench press and and all that and then the kid, you know, struggling or whoever, or, you know, you can just tell the way he looks at people. And it's usually men. I'm sure women do it too. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, so you see that in the gym too, right? So if I got that purse and you got that purse. Oh, yeah. But maybe the, the if you're on equal playing fields, you know, like you're, you're maybe the, the person that's not as Mr. Baddest in the gym, you know, he's got more compassion to jump over real quick and you know help the dude out that's struggling or whatever but so i see that in the gym too that you know they get this ego power mentality yeah i see that quite a bit um we talked about some positives because i know we've talked about a lot of negatives but i think the biggest one the easiest one's motivation we talked about it um it's a great form of motivation um if you harness it in the right way so like you know I always say dream big, dream often at the end. But if your goal, you know, is I want to own my own business, right? And so you use that greed as a form of motivation. You focus so intently on what your goal is, nothing can stop you. Nothing's going to get in your way. Um, And that's a great form of motivation. Um, David Goggins used it when he wanted to get in the seals. He's 300 pounds. And the, the recruiter said, dude, you ain't going to make it. One, you're 300 pounds. You can't. Like, you don't – you have to be this much weight. He lost 100 pounds in three months. Not saying anybody should go do that, but <laughs> um, his goal was to get on the SEAL team. And that was his motivation. And he got greedy with working out. He wanted more. Um, and he used that to his motivation and focused. His focus was dropping those hundred pounds to make sure he can make it. I think the biggest thing is, uh, it's, it's your desire. And so once you have that desire to do whatever it is that you want to do, you can either do it for the good or you can do it for the bad. Yeah. But I believe that's what it, that's what it comes down to. But can it change too? Cause I think you can, I think you can be a great person and all of a sudden, let's take the the person that won the Mega Millions, one point two billion. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a great picture. No, it's a terrible picture. Why you got to go from low? Oh, you want me to go high? I look like a beluga whale. Smile or something. But you could be <laughs> the no, don't do that one either. Um, you could be a great person. Let's say that person. I don't know anything about this person, but. You're the nice person. Boom. 400 million in your pocket. Take the lump sum or whatever it came out to. And then you turn into, you know. Yeah. That that instant money. Now you, you've just become one of the wealthiest people in the country. Yeah. Overnight. And that wealth turns you into, you know. Now you just, you, that, that, that power. It just depends. Because maybe you already had a plan. Like, if I won, if I, if I, I won, 
I didn't play, but if I would have won, I already I already had a plan. I already had a plan. I guess my my question is if you're a nice person, can you can you become greedy where you're harnessing it as a negative impact? Sure, if you don't know if you don't uh, know that you maybe you don't know you're a good person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you can you become a bad person? For sure. I think you see that in politicians. For sure. Because right, they want to. They use that power because everybody's going to be coming knocking on your door. Once they and they want them. something, and you don't want to give up that power, and so now you start creating lies and and broken promises, and that's one of the negative things from being greedy too that I read is. You know, you alienate people, and you're telling the masses, you know, in society, vote for me because I'm going to do this and this and this, but really. As long as the lobbyists are in your pocket, that's who you're really, as long as they're putting money in your pocket. Yeah. You can't do nothing anyway. Um, that's what I'll be laughing at all the time. Yeah. They can't do nothing. But we talked about, you know, we talked about food as an example, money, possessions, um, attention, social media this day and age, right? As mm. a form of greed. Mm. Likes. Likes. <coughs> right? You want more. People are always, especially now with like influencers, right? Um, they see someone getting paid from YouTube or yep. Facebook or whatever because and that person got. They think, allegedly, they're getting paid. <laughs> well, some of them I think are not. They they might be getting paid, but they're not getting paid to the extent that they are saying that they're getting paid for. But then that, but then that's what their their motivation is, and it's like it's not good enough. Oh, I got. Hundred, I got to get to a hundred, and then I want two hundred, and yeah. I want right, and I get it because, right, with this podcast, I get it. I want to see our numbers grow, and more people watch it, and I check to see how many you know listeners we have and all that. So, speaking um, of that, like us and follow us on Instagram. Yeah, please. Um, so I get it to it's an it's positive. Sure, I get it to an extent. But I think a lot of people are are focused solely on how many likes they get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they waking up in the morning, hit checking that. Dude, you, you, I've done it. You did? You've done it. I don't do it. Used to. Yeah, I don't. Instagram. I don't do it. Going to be great people. I didn't. Every morning you got up. I got up and did that, but I didn't go back. But it was positive. I know, but I didn't go back and look. You got it for likes. In a positive way, because you wanted people to go on and be great. I'm saying I didn't go back and look. Well, I know. I know. That's just <laughs> yeah, positive. he's not. He's not. I I'm not saying it. it's bad. It's positive. No, I know, but I'm saying I didn't go back. I didn't wake up the next day and say, how many people looked at? Well, you know, I did every one of them, and you influenced me every single time. I just did it That's because. positive, and you should have looked at it and been like, damn, I influenced this, 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 every single one of them likes. Mm, but you also. Should've. No, because you know why? Then I would have been. Then I would have been searching for the things instead of just speaking from the heart. I could see. Then it would have been like a job. But speaking from the heart is you saying, "Hey, go and be great." Literally, like not saying that in a sarcastic way, but like that you're was, a, that was your way of being greedy in a positive way. Like, literally, you guys, here's what I'm going to tell you for today. Here's your mo Monday motivation, whatever it was, every day. 
I would have looked and been like, damn, I influenced that many people. But see, like, he's wonder if doing they're listening that. to me. But see, for Todd, I think he doesn't. Maybe I should. He doesn't. Well, I'm not saying that you should. But I think for you, I am, but. you weren't caring if you influence one person or a thousand people. Right, right. One, you're speaking from the heart. And you would hope that it influenced someone to maybe do better, change something in their life. But you weren't looking for that self-gratification of, right. I got likes, right? right? You put it out there. You want to watch it? Awesome. But I'm going to keep doing it no matter what. Yeah. Right? Same thing here. We talk about it after oh, the yeah. show. How many times did we say, we're going to keep doing podcasts. We like doing podcasts. If we have one listener or 5,000 listeners, I like doing this. So I'm not going to stop. Or change. Or change because I don't have, I'm not, I'm not the number one podcast in the world. We are changing. We are going to change, though. We move in <laughs> the next door. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, yeah, we'll. T- oh no, we tough. won't do that. We've got the. Hey. no, I already asked. We're good to go. But still, lights are off. But, in there. but we're gonna. Lights yeah, are still we'll, off in there. we'll tweak some things, and we've gotten better, right? As we know how the podcasts flow, and we feed off each other. But right. we're gonna keep doing it irregardless. That's not a word. Regardless, irregardless. I know. I say irregardless uh, all the time. No. I just want to tell you that. That's two words. That's a positive that, change. That's two words that don't mean nothing that I've said tonight. Regardless. Yeah, what was the first one I said? Liquidation. In, no. Ingladation. Articulation. Ingladation. What? I don't know. No. I said something funny. What was that? Hold on. I don't know what it was. It was like your first inclination. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, but I said England, inclination. Inclination. Yeah, I don't remember. Who cares? So, I would tell people <laughs> that, I mean, from what we've learned just from discussing this, one, most people look at greed in a negative light. Not anymore. I would say, like Todd brought out, is don't look at it as a negative light. If you can balance it and harness it. Look at it as a great motivator um, to keep you moving forward. I think there's a lot that's come out from people being greedy. Like we talked about social and economic wealth in the world and moving forward and developing new things and striving to meet your goals, right? Hey, I'm going to be greedy because I want to lose weight. So I'm going to bust my ass in the gym. Oh, I lost five pounds this month. I want to lose 10 next month. So I'm gonna get, I want more. You better yourself without alienating your family or your friends at the same time. That's that balance. Yeah. And and, and, the, and the thing is, is just don't do it for a, a self, a selfish act. Like when you're doing something in the greed mode, do it for the benefit of others, yeah. not just yourself, even though that one is good, but you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your body. And then your body is going to lead somebody else to be able to say, Dang, Clay yeah. lost thirty pounds. I want to lose thirty pounds. Clay, how did you do it? Or you live longer and you're not you don't die of a heart attack on your family and leave them alone. Right. Or when it comes to money, because that's what most people think with greed is money. Okay, you want more money. But you that can also help out your family. Stability. Nice roof over your head. Maybe more food for your family to eat, you know. 
you live easier. So um, if you harness it in a good way, I think greed is a, is a great thing to have. I, everybody has it in their body. Um, you just might not think of it in the way as maybe we've pointed out. So what about there? What about the keyboard warriors on Facebook? Yeah, that self gratification where they start arguments and and that's their massive major end result is to attention is one form of yeah. greed. Yes, yeah, is attention. Do you, you know see this? Story? No, no. Oh. But yeah. you brought it up, so. But you see that either in person, but you see it a lot on social media now. They want that attention. They want to be on every forum, and they want to make sure they're, I don't even know how you get this, the top author. And they want to comment, so that way, you know, yeah, there's Joe Schmo again with, you know, and it's always the same comment. comment. It's always the same comment. Oh, yeah. Um, Or you see it at the party. You go to the party, and that same person at the party is the center of attention every time, and they're trying to outdo themselves. And it's like, dude, yeah, like just chill. We all have fun. I'm already 13 deep. Yeah, like now, is that positive or negative? What drinking? No. Well, what they're doing. Well, if it's annoying people, it becomes negative for other people. Yeah. That would be a negative form of greed. So what if it wasn't annoying for some people and they well, thought sure. it was funny? Yeah, I mean, if the majority Still of the people... Still attention, Clay. It's attention. If they're doing it and they're telling jokes, and but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're like talking about. You, I asking. mean, there's just... You see these people. But some people don't have the same outlook, or not outlook, No, they just ain't. About, they just ain't saying it. Right. And we are. Some people don't. Right now. There's some people out there. Nah. Is there people that you yes. see at the same places and you're like, that dude is annoying. Why does he do that? He's showing like he's showing off. He's trying to be the center of attention. He wants everybody to see himself. Yeah, but at the same time, see this will this is gonna go down a rabbit hole. That's because you got you got somebody that's out there trying to be greedy, getting everybody's attention, being freaking weird. And that could have And then you've got this guy over on the other side that's like man that's that guy's so freaking annoying I, I can't believe he's doing that why does he keep doing that I'm annoyed mm-hmm. so which one's worse well the guy that's just annoyed by it he's not, not hurting anybody annoyed. he's not annoying anybody but that's greedy because he's looking for attention which one? The one looking for attention is the guy that's annoyed. Is not looking for attention. He's just making a statement. But he's making buddies. a statement to get attention himself. Yeah, but then you would say, I mean, you're talking about See everything we say because no, no. it's just now it's like uh, he's not looking if, for if attention. If I'm on the same board as you, then we we agree. But if he, if nobody else agrees and you don't know him by yourself, then you by yourself. Oh, I don't want to forget to say this. But you being by yourself. Yeah, if you like being by yourself, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Want, we're all greedy. I don't want to forget. Say the Tom Brady thing. Already said that. Boom. Don't forget it. I'm gonna say it right now. Say it to equate it to sports. So let's take Tom Brady, oh right? Lord. And and this his, is number five. He's giving up his money. I already know. In his five. form of greed, right? His greed was having that chip on his shoulder of being drafted late, and all these other quarterbacks. And he held on to that. And what he wanted more of 
was to be great every year as a team and win a Super Bowl every year. And we all know this, right? He renegotiated his contract over and over and over again. That way he could have better people around him. And then we see this in sports, right? We've talked about some of these contracts coming out lately. Then you've got the other side. You've got a player that's like, I want all the money. I don't care who's on the team as long as I get paid. And that's fine. You can get paid. You might be on a losing team forever. What does $100 million buy you that $90 million can't? And that extra $10 million in the big scheme of things isn't going to buy you a bunch more, but it could get you another player that maybe you couldn't have got. Yeah. And so Tom Brady harnessed greed in a positive way. You got goosebumps? That's what I want to tell you. Yeah. $10 million. That gets you nothing in the NFL. So, but you see that some guys will squabble over ten million. Oh yeah. Now, really? if it's one million versus ten million, that's a big difference. But ninety million to a hundred million, even though it's still a ten million dollar difference, that's not that big of a difference when you're talking ninety to a hundred. One to ten is one million's nothing compared to ten million, and what you can get. Off Unless of you that. got ten people with a or a thousand. I mean, a million. Oh, Jesus. God damn it, Clyde. Get in the truck. Clyde? Yeah. All right. So, Frank. anyways, I want to thank. There's an example for you in the sports world where one person can harness it in a good way and another person can harness it in a negative way. Anyways, it's a good thing to think about. Maybe when you're going through this next week, think about your actions that you're doing it and what you're basing it Hold off on. of. What was Tom Brady greedy for? He wanted the championship, man. His greed was what he wanted more of to win that Super Bowl every year. He and wanted more good players. I know. And he so didn't what care did he about do? them Super Bowl rings. That's yes, a lie. Yes, he did. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> he, his ultimate goal was to win a Super Bowl every year. And to do that, he gave up money so he could get more players that were better. Which is a valuable lesson, guys. Yes. I see that as being good. In order for you to be able to go forward there's some things that you're going to have to give up yep not all the time is it going to be money sometimes it's time sometimes it's fear sometimes it's doubt man giving up time that's a rabbit hole too but if you can harness greed in a good way that's the message i want to send out and you can balance it it's a great motivator and never sell yourself short Mm. get you some of that Mm. Anyways, uh, we will be back next week. Oh, I'm not done. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Because <laughs> I said you so. You got dinner? Yeah. BLTs tonight. Mm. All right. I'll wait till next week. And as Write always, don't forget. If there's things you want to hear or talk about, message us. And we will see you next week. Dream big, dream often. Gonna be great people. Let's get it. Later. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems, but I'm not him. I don't mind it though. You don't like me how you think you do. I like it though. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me Here's handsomer. Burning. Walk around Dude. smelling like a come up in the answer. Oh, man. Box of chew. So bad. <laughs>